0: How are you guys? How's it going? How's it going? Who's living? Who's living more? Who's loving more? Who's valuing their life and everything about nature? Oh, I love soul music. I love the soul, spirit, the mind and everything about it. I must be annoying. I must be really annoying. Matter of fact, if you're listening to this podcast right now, this There's either two things you think of this right now. One, either this kid is annoying. He's always speaking about positive energy and positivity. Or, you just love this journey. You just love this journal of mine. It's a walking adventure through different dialects of life. Enjoying every moment intentionally. And that's what it's all about. Living with intention. Living with a purpose. With a genuine effort to just help you make your life better. That's it. That's all the goal is. And today, I just, I just want to speak about myself. I feel like in today's society, we don't dedicate enough time to understanding someone's, someone else's story. Right. It's important that if you're sitting across someone, that you know a little about them. It's important to... To know who who you're sitting across the table with, you know, or maybe be able to jump in their shoes, even though the shoe might not fit. But now you're able to kind of understand the the trail marks that they've left in the world, even though their shoe might not fit you. If you understand my metaphor, I've been busy. I've been I've been real busy. Good busy though. Uh, I've received a lot of positive messages through social media. Keep it coming at will go live more. However, I will not be, I don't want to say I won't be on it, but I won't be as, as I've been on it recently. I looked at the, the, the Apple phone and it shows, oh, you've been on Instagram like an hour, two hours average. That's a lot, you know? And like I said, I've been busy. I have a lot going on, and I just want to share a little bit about myself today in this life journal this this journey this adventure it's important you know if you're getting to know me and just anyone in general just know a little bit about them it just makes everything more genuine and it makes it uh it it's it's important for everything else for you to understand how everything else uh is looked at in the world and uh yeah so we're well, going back to to instagram see my mind just works in different ways we're going back to instagram I've been kind of letting go of it again I've been busy uh it's my birthday i'm twenty five years old I actually am looking to purchase my first home so I'm learning a lot about the real estate world speaking to a lot of close personal friends i took a took a mini vacation to uh Florida to miami the city of brick Oh, it's beautiful i was able to Stay refreshed. Oh, in, in my in Miami, there's there's no COVID in Miami. I don't know if I get in trouble saying this, but uh, it's fun. It's fun, you know, to just have like a little taste of the world. I live in the East Side in Eastern Hemisphere, I should say, uh, New York City. So it's important to kind of step out of your current norm every day and be in tune with the world around you. So it's all it good. Being having refreshing thoughts, refreshing sun, you know, there's no sun uh, in New York right now. And, you know, to just vibe out and kind of sit back and everybody needs to do that. I think it's important to put your phone away, just change everything and focus on yourself. The hardest thing for a person to do, I think I've said this before, is sit in a room alone, alone for 15 minutes. With nothing. That's the hardest thing to do. If there's one thing you want to you wanna try to do today or tomorrow is get a yoga mat, right? Don't get weird, though. <laughs> get a yoga mat and just sit down in the room, all right? You don't have to meditate. You don't have to hum. You don't have to close your eyes. Just sit in the room. Wander in your own thoughts. And I'm telling you, it's powerful. You know, it's powerful because you just have a voice inside you. It's like your soul just starts speaking. And and, and it's full of enlightenment and growth. And you want to just walk on water and you want to start running. And it's incredible, but you have to allow yourself to do it. You know, you can't have any phones around you, any gadgets, any movies, any stimulation that you know will be entertaining, like YouTube, if you were to go on it, that could distract you from exactly what you want to do. And I already passed my two minute Tuesdays, but today I guess I just wanted to speak about myself. You know, it. it I don't think I've dedicated. And today is the 28th episode, and I will be. I will be beginning to have interviews. Again, with many different walks of life, and I just want to share a little bit about myself. You know, before uh, this evolves, I want it involve and I'm working hard, and I'm new. Again, I'm 25 years old. Tell you, tell you a little bit about myself. I was born and raised in Washington Heights, which is a, a kind of a small neighborhood in upper Manhattan, uh, in New York City. Rough neighborhood, but I learned a lot. This taught me a lot. I'm the first to uh, go to college, attend college, and graduate. I went to school in Boston. You know, I played baseball my whole life. I was able to earned a, a nice scholarship and I attended uh university in in Curry I attended Curry College and I was trying to pursue baseball further and that was a challenge of itself. And that in that challenge I was stay with this point just a little bit. I found out, you know, and I'm twenty five, I'm still young, but I think I'm old at the same time. Well my girl tells me I'm old, but I found out that You are a business as well, right? You are a business. Once you find out that personally, you have to look within yourself and instead of trying to help everyone, you got to help yourself first so you could be able to help someone else. Then you understand how to value everything around you because I've dedicated so much time, so much love, so much energy to the game of baseball that once I, once I stopped and I had an a injury, which I don't want to say I'm grateful for, but it allowed me to kind of see the world and kind of put myself in different situations. And I just started to evolve and grow from there. And it's important. You know, I've always wanted to, you know, I, I nobody could out, outrun me. If you want to race on the street, I'm going to beat you. I'm very competitive when it comes to to, uh, to sports in general, so uh, I was grateful, you know, but I kind of made my own fate to go back when I was in, in high school, I attended Mahan Village Academy High School, and that was a school very known for its education, despite my <laughs> mischief youth in middle school, I was able to uh, get into this prestigious high school, and... All I wanted was to go to a good school and have a baseball team. And I remember that there was no baseball team. So I was a 14, 15-year-old freshman. I walked up and I made a petition. I walked up to teachers, uh, college professors in the area uh, within the school. I walked up to uh, the pizza guy. I walked up to the nurses in the area and the principal and students. And I was like, listen, my name is William De La Cruz. I would like to start my own baseball team, Uh, sign this, you know, so I could just have a list. I don't know what I was doing. I think I saw something on YouTube. I'm like, I'm going to do this. You know, I I was never scared of what people thought, (laughs) even back then. You know, I'm crazy. But uh, that ended up working. Someone two years before me actually tried doing that and it got pushed back. But I guess uh, there was no motivation in it. But I did it and I was able, actually able to organize it. I made my own. Well, we made our own T-shirts. I uh, organized scrimmages against other smaller schools. I even, you know, I was I was well known kind of uh, in, in, in my neighborhood, uptown New York. And I did a lot of volunteer work at the young age already. So I had a lot of mentors and, and college coaches and I was. And I had this one coach that was willing to give some of his time. He was retired. So he was helping us out, hitting us ground balls. And we would go during that fall and just practice. And I remember there was one one beautiful day in October. And it was me. And uh, we were like a sandlot team. <laughs> it was hilarious. We had, everybody had different hats, different shirts, different colored socks, cleats, all that. And it was like me and, and 15 of us, you know, I made a chat, I think, a group chat. And I was like, listen, I'm going to go to Van Corlin Park and I'm just going to hit ground balls. Whoever wants to join, let's go. You know, it's a beautiful day. We could uh, do some suicide, some some running and, and just get to know one another. So I did this. I'm 14, 15, And I see this older male, right? Older man. And I see him all organized with his team. They all have uniforms and, you know, fucking me, you know, 14 year old Will. Decides to walk up to him, interrupt his practice, and say, Excuse me, sir, my name is Walter de La Cruz. How are you? I said okay if you have a scrimmage against us. A scrimmage is a practice game. He's like, Yo, get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to have a game, kid. I'm like, okay, sir, I'm sorry to bother. So I go, I go right back up to the 15 of us and I'm like, he said no. <laughs> Cause uh I think uh, one of my good friends back then, Jonathan, he kinda pushed me to do it. And then uh I remember like a couple minutes passed by and I guess he's watching over his ear. Uh and he sees me hit ground balls and fly balls to everybody. So he walks back and he's like, "Okay, kid, we'll have a game with you." And I'm like, "Oh, what? Cool." So then all of us have pants at least, right? So then I'm making the lineup. He's like, "This fucking kid, there's no coach and I'm 14-15." And then I guess he puts his bench, right? He puts his bench. Bench basically he puts the people that Aren't yet developed. I don't want to say they stink or they suck, but they aren't they haven't developed yet. And he's giving them an opportunity to shine and light. So he puts them against us. I'm a shortstop. And we hit first. I hit like a fucking triple. And the next inning I make like a diving play. And then this kid is like, oh shit. So we we're up 3-0 in the first two innings. So he fucking yells as his as his team. He's like, if you fucking let this fucking sand team beat you guys, no fucking uniform, you guys are running to the end, (laughs) you guys are running uh, to the end of the year, you know, he said something along those lines, and then he put like his real team, he put like a guy that was actually throwing fast, and then they kind of caught up 3-3, and I remember the sun came down, you know, it's October, and it's like 6 o'clock, and then it got dark, and then we just stopped, and then this gentleman became my mentor today, he became my uncle, you know, and... I started sending him college essays and he started helping me with my writing. Again, I come um, first generation college student. So my parents came from the Dominican Republic and they were able to kind of provide and show me the dedication, the hard work. But in in terms of education, you know, they were uh, uh, they were sort of minimized with that. You know, they came to provide us for a better life, which I'm forever grateful for. And. You know, I was like, I have a younger sister, younger brother, and I've always said, I, I want to be the one that they, they kind of look up to. So this, gen, this, this angel took me away from Manhattan Village. He was trying to get me into his school in the Bronx, and it couldn't be done because of issues within the city. The school was in the Bronx, and I was in Manhattan. So long story short, he helped me get into St. Raymond's High School for Boys, which was a Catholic school. So, I was a junior. At the time I met him I was a freshman. So, a year and a half passed by, two years. We developed a very great relationship. And he's like my mentor today. He's a high school coach, but he's retired. He's also a teacher. And uh, he's like an uncle today. He took me out. We went to St. Raymond's High School. St. Raymond's hadn't won a championship ring since 1989. I come in, we win a fucking ring. So, we won a champ, championship team. You know, I go from a school that has no team to a school. With a ring. So we're city champs. I have a ring, and the next year, you know, I'm, I'm I'm starting to develop now because I'm playing more and I go to a great summer team, and you know, it's history from there. I got a scholarship. Point is, you make your own fate. I guess I'm trying in my life journey now. You gotta make your own fate. I made my own fate, and I've always been that way. Uh, even with my career, you know, I've made my own fate with that. Uh, and it's important because nobody's ever going to give you anything. You know, as corny and cliche as in my sound, people are your greatest assets in life. We've sp- spoken about this. Don't be afraid to put your story out there because if you don't, nobody else will. Right? Nobody else will. And I know we're 14 minutes in. Uh, hopefully I didn't bore anybody, but it's important, you know, to kind of understand someone and their situation. And maybe you just learn from them. Uh, and... When I tell you that I'm forever grateful for, I'm and I'm I'm 25. You know I just again I turned 25, but I've been honored to put myself in those challenging situations. And when I went to Keystone, you know I was sort of around top level, elite level athletes. You know it's a powerhouse school, and uh, I remember I had like 12 at bats, seven doubles, so I was. I was doing well, but I wasn't getting the opportunities that I think I, I deserved. But then again, again, you know, there was more people doing their thing also. So, you know, that's a powerhouse school. You can't argue with the coach. I remember I was hurt. I think I sprained my ankle trying to stretch a double to a triple. So I was out for a while. So then I'm, you know, I'm trying to earn the position. And then I just remember that, you know, I was just exhausted mentally. And my, I was just exhausted mentally. And I felt like I could have had a bigger impact. And I was going back and forth, you know, to help my help out my family. Keystone was only two and a half hours away from New York, so I was driving a lot, working a lot during uh, every other weekend, and you know, trying to provide and save money, and also pay for college at the same time. So it worked out, you know. Uh, baseball hasn't worked out yet. Never know. Uh, so I decided to move back to John Jay College on my fourth year. And I still graduated in the fourth year, uh, in in four years, and I graduated John Jay College with uh, with honors, Bachelor's of Science, and <clears throat> I just, you know, I made a career, but I've learned so many other things. I've taken, I've I've taken so many other challenges that has helped me grow since, and I want to thank baseball, I guess, for it, and I, I guess I want to thank my mistakes, you know, I, I remember I was crying when I was hurt, because I was out for, like, three weeks, you know, but I was crying, because, you know, I really wanted it, and junior year in college, it's a big year, you know, because that's where scouts look at you, that's where scouts, you know, uh, start writing you in, in, in the books, and, you know, they sign you, at a, they want to sign you at an early age, you could develop, and you could be, you know possibly in the majors, in your mid-20s. So I remember I was very frustrated because, again, I wasn't getting light, and I thought that was my year to shine. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that don't look at the situation now. Maybe there's a bigger purpose for you. Maybe there's a greater good that you might serve, and you might not know it yet because you have to put yourself in those situations. You know, and that's why I guess I created Live More. You know, uh, Live More. It's a foundation that allows you to have different outlets in, in your life. Whether it's dancing, whether it's fitness, yoga, boxing—you name it—it it allows you to propel yourself and your mind, your body, and your spirit to, you know, have an outlook. Whether you're going through a bad relationship, a bad job, a bad career, or you just want to put yourself into different challenge. It allows you to propel yourself to do just that. And in the years to come, you know, as I get older and as I get wiser, you know, my my goal with my foundation is to have like a recreation center times three. I want a YMCA times three. I want to create a building that has everything anybody could ever possibly ask for. Everything anybody could possibly ever ask for. If you want to learn to swim, Want to learn to box? Want to do some yoga? If you want to work on your strength and your core, and you know have a, a, a better health and wellness lifestyle, or you just want an opportunity and you want to learn how to write a resume or work on your writing or work on your speech, I want that building all in one, so you can be able to help yourself do better things for your own life. And I and I know this is powerful because. Depression is at an all-time high. Schizophrenia is at an all-time high. You know, I have personal uh, struggles with that in terms of my own family, you know, that has has dealt with that. It's at an all-time high. So everybody needs that outlet. Everybody needs that opportunity to take themselves out of their own shell. So that's my goal. And, you know, as I grow... You got to speak everything into existence. So I'm not afraid to put my idea out there. As I grow, you got to speak everything into existence. You know, I've I've always said everything that I've wanted and I've said it and I've done it. You know, uh, I went, I'm getting emotional now. I can't do that. But I remember I decided to do this fitness uh, pageant, like a male pageant. I don't know why. Somebody reached out to me through Instagram. They said, hey, you know, do you want to do this male pageant? fitness modeling pageant, I was like, sure, the winner gets a thousand dollars. I'm like, sign me up. I've never had a class, I've never walked, you know, I I don't know how to walk. I I was never like a big you know, I was into fashion but not anything of, of uh in the entertainment business, let alone with cameras and all around you. So I'm in a room with fifty other guys in in New York City, you know, the Mr. Organization. They have like four years in, so they're they're recognized in New York. And I go in and I'm just myself, head up, chest up, eyes looking forward, I learn, I listen. I ended up winning the whole, the whole uh, entire competition. And I was able to represent not only the the organization and my family, but United States, the country. They flew me to Las Vegas. You know, I was sitting front row seats with amazing, amazing women around me. And uh, I was listening and I was... I'm watching the Latin Grammys. You know, I had a a great team behind me. And they they also flew me to Rome. I was able to represent United States. And I think I placed top 15 out of 50 guys over there. You know, maybe that's in the future. Uh, Who knows if I decide to do that again. But point is, put yourself in those situations. And it just gives you confidence to do anything else. You know, and I've always been fond of giving back service, you know, I've always, I, I was a big brother uh, for the Big Brothers and Big Sisters Foundation when I was a freshman in college, you know, I had, still have um, this mentee of mine, his name is Elijah, he's he's big now, he should be like 15 now, but when I met him, he was younger, he nine or eight, I don't know, it was like five years ago, and, you know, during my, I was up playing baseball, during my, my break after I was lifting, I used to go over there, just uh, the school was only like a mile and a half out. I either ran there, or you know, they got one of those buses and they used to drive me down. Just hung out with him for an hour, speaking, playing chess, speaking about his goals, his dreams, and he's nine, and that helps him so much because he had a situation. You know, his father left him at a young age. He had a single mom. You know, he was a a, a only child. You know, in in a bad neighborhood, in the area of Milton. So, you know, it's important that they have someone they look for. And it's important that you stay there. That's why mentorship is so powerful. Mentorship is so powerful. You always need a mentor and you need an advisor. You always need a mentor and you need an advisor. Mentor, is, you can have a lot of mentors. People that you look forward to. People that can direct you on how to how to organize yourself and your life to do the things that you want to do. And then there's an advisor Someone in the field that you want to evolve in, whether it's photography, whether it's entertainment, whether it's baseball, the entertainment, or uh, the sports industry, or real estate, or entrepreneurship, you need that advisor. You know, uh, Ed Millett could be your a- advisor, Tony Robbins, Joe Wogan, uh, uh, Joko Willick, you name him. Anybody that you look up to can. Help advise you, and all you need to do is invest in yourself there's no better investment than an investment in yourself, so if you have to uh for personal growth and development <clears throat> if you have to buy those books or attend those workshops, do it save the money all right our generation, my generation <clears throat> it's a it's a creature a creature comfort generation if you know what I mean we are we are we all like stuff. We like the latest gadgets, the latest technology. We're so dork. We're we so, we are so dorky. Like I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I I've never been like a shoe a sneaker fan or <clears throat> needed the latest Louis Vuitton shoes or whatever like that or whatever it is. That just that was never my style. Maybe it was uh my family and the way they raised me. But we're just so so like. I don't know what's the word What I'm looking for? <clears throat> we want to be trendy instead of training for what we actually need in life, but we're we have so much potential that sometimes you need to go through that stage to grow. <clears throat> so, there's no better investment than better investment in yourself. So, if you want to, I guess, jot down some of the things I said today <clears throat> about personal growth and development. Personal growth is big Mentorship You need an advisor You need to be able to walk in someone else's shoes So it's important to get to know someone Just like you're getting to know me a little bit I hope So I hope I'm not wasting 25 minutes of your time already But wisdom is the true essence of potential Wisdom gives you leverage Books that you read gives you leverage. Leverage gives you power. Power gives you options to have choices. And what do those choices give you? Freedom. Freedom. Leverage gives you power. Power gives you options. Options give you the choices to have the freedom that we all want to have. Freedom to be able to have equity in your home, own your own home, and you know, pissing your own <laughs> pissing your own lawn, uh, excuse my language. <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's good to say listen, I own property. And that's uh, uh that's where my time is being invested right now. If you have any questions, don't feel uh like you cannot contact me. You could reach out through my email personally, will go live more at gmail.com go live more at gmail.com you can also reach out through instagram i'll pop in there once in a while at will go live more or at go live more and again any fitness and health questions i am a, a certified personal trainer and personal life and and wellness coach um so any questions or anything i could do for you at all just please let me know i don't want to take more of your time but again It's important that you grow. And the reason that I've I guess I've I've grown not to shoot my own horn or not to gloat about myself is because I was able to put myself in those situations and I still am. My career, I have career goals, I have life goals. You know, just because I've done some some great things already doesn't mean I want to stop there. You can never get content. Once you get satisfied, you lose. Once you get satisfied, you lose. So it's important to not get satisfied. You know, and I have so many great people around me that they just help me to not, you know, look at my book yet. You know, everybody's always talking about, oh yeah, you've, you know, you've done so many good things, and, and you know, I've donated so much money, you know, in in the in, uh, my foundation, you know, and I'm I'm actually part of a uh, the treasure for cops who care. So that's up and coming. You know, go live more is not five hundred three C yet certified, so that will be coming out soon. You know, sooner, but right now, uh, my focus is on community growth, community development, and I want to just learn and evolve my mind, my body, my spirit. So in order to do that, sometimes you got to step back and just listen to others. Listen, learn, sponge, be a sponge of everything, and be and, and let the seed. You know, grow with water, with sunlight and the water and the sunlight are the advisors and mentors around you. And even the cracks along the shores, even the, those cracks, sometimes you need to fall down to be able to get back up. OK, so this has been a pleasure. Again, my name is William De La Cruz. Any questions you have, please don't hesitate to reach out. Follow me on Instagram at Will Go Live More. Please leave a comment. Subscribe. It really does help me. And again, this is just a journey for me and my future kids in the future, not anytime soon. Uh, that can listen to this and you know help them and their own journey. Again, this has been a pleasure. Live more, love more, love living. See you soon. Peace. Let me turn the lights down a little bit. Nice yeah. guy.